And the Nobel Prize in Economics goes to David Card, Joshua Angrist, and Guido Imbens. Earlier this month, these three economists secured the 2021 Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Sciences. All three winners are based in America. David Card at the University of California, Berkeley, Joshua Angrist at MIT, and Guido Imbens at Stanford. Each of these economists has made a career out of studying unintended experiments to examine economic issues. Here's an example. On April 1st, 1992, the state of New Jersey raised its minimum wage from $4.25 to $5.05 per hour. David Card and fellow economist Alan Kruger set about to study the extent to which the higher minimum wage in New Jersey would trigger job loss. Standard economic theory suggests that forcing employers to pay a higher wage leads some of them to lay off staff. To analyze the effects of the minimum wage on employment, the two economists compared employment growth at stores along the New Jersey-Pennsylvania border. Pennsylvania had not raised its minimum wage. The study found no indication that the rise in the minimum wage reduced employment, which was a revolutionary finding, the kind that eventually gets won a Nobel Prize in economics. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writer Neil Irwin, inflation has surged in 2021, with various official measurements of prices rising more rapidly than they have in years. But as significant as inflation has become, according to measures like the Consumer Price Index, these data may actually be understating inflation. Here's how. Let's say a hotel room costs the same as it did a year ago, but the hotel operator no longer includes daily cleaning services as part of their package because of a housekeeper shortage. Or let's take a restaurant that hasn't changed its food prices but is offering limited service because of a lack of waiters and waitresses. Would-be car buyers are being advised to be flexible on color and even make and model. Otherwise, they could face a long wait to obtain their next vehicle. These kinds of things don't show up neatly on the official inflation measurements, but make no mistake, you are still receiving less for your money. These dynamics may help explain why customer sentiment regarding restaurant cleanliness has declined more than 4% this year, according to Black Box Intelligence. Satisfaction with customer service has also declined, especially regarding beverages, with many guests complaining about receiving the wrong order or no drink at all. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writers Nelson Schwartz and Coral Murphy-Marcos, for many college students, the pandemic's arrival last year did more than disrupt their studies, threaten their health, and shut down campus life. It also closed off the usual pathways that lead from classroom to employment. On-campus recruiting visits were abandoned, and the coronavirus-induced recession led companies to reduce hiring. But what a difference a year makes, with seniors and recent graduates in high demand as white-collar employers staff up. University placement office directors and corporate human resource executives indicate that hiring is running well above last year's levels and, in certain instances, surpassing the pre-pandemic activity of 2019. Much of the recruiting is transpiring virtually. So, too, are many internships and job fairs. The upshot is that it's still good to be a college graduate, especially with respect to workforce outcomes. The unemployment rate for all workers with a college degree stood at 2.5% in September. That compares with nearly 6% for high school graduates with no college experience. The Delta variant is partially responsible, hitting sectors that high school graduates depend upon the most, like restaurants, hotels, and retail. For WYPR 
and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. By now, you've heard all about global supply chain disruptions. The words supply chain have probably been uttered more frequently over the course of this pandemic than ever before. As indicated by CNN Business, these supply chain issues take the form of computer chip shortages, epic port congestion, and surging prices. All are manifestations of the inability of suppliers to get sufficient amounts of product to customers. For months, many economists, including prominent central bankers, have been indicating that such phenomena were merely transitory, that significant inflationary pressures would have dissipated by now. But as indicated by Moody's analytics, supply chain disruptions are poised to get worse before they get better. Not coincidentally, the International Monetary Fund downgraded America's 2021 growth forecast by one percentage point recently, the most among any of the G7 economies. The fund cited both supply chain disruptions and weakening consumption due in part to higher prices. The weakest supply chain link may be a shortage of truck drivers, an issue that has contributed to port congestion and recently caused gas stations in the United Kingdom to run dry. With many nations still wrestling with COVID, this episode in economic history is not yet over. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. According to Labor Department data, American workers left their jobs at a record pace in August. Among the most impacted segments were restaurants and retail. The pertinent data series extends back to December of 2000. Never in the history of this series have so many people quit their jobs in a single month. In August, 4.3 million workers left their jobs. The quits rate rose to 2.9%. That rate is also the highest in the history of the data series. Many economists attribute the rise in people quitting their current positions to an elevated level of confidence among workers, many of whom feel they can easily find jobs elsewhere. There are other factors at work. Some may have left their jobs because of health concerns, others because of child care issues, and yet others because of the attempt to enforce vaccine mandates. Nearly 900,000 workers in the restaurant and hotel segment left their jobs in August. More than 700,000 workers left their retail jobs behind. More than half a million healthcare workers departed. At the same time, many employers are striving to add to staffing levels. The number of available unfilled jobs in August stood at a bit more than 10.4 million, near an all-time high. But there is some evidence that certain employers have simply given up trying to hire additional staff. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.